0: Oh, it's time for the council roundup.
1: Excuse me, Mayor. What are we voting on? And it's time, for Greg Bishop, and the council roundup.
2: Short meeting last night, Ray. Oh, really? Short meeting last night. Whoa. It was only uh, 48 minutes. Oh, my God. That's like record short. Yeah, it's a pretty short meeting. Um, so we might, have, might get done earlier with the roundup. I'll up, be damned. Honestly, because, I mean, they blasted through stuff last There's night. There's
0: usually at least, I mean, that's usually the amount of time that Joe McMenamin pontificates. I mean. <laughs> right, come on. Wow.
1: Some of the, um, maybe, um, <laughs> under the some of the um, misunderstood
2: it goes on for another uh, 43 yeah. minutes and Absolutely. 17 seconds um, so yeah, short meeting last night uh, they talk about the library foundation they talk about the city's public library they talk about sports um, and really that's I mean that's it alright we're done
0: hmm. have a good day everybody
2: no, um, but they started off last night's meeting. You know, we were joking about how we haven't heard from somebody in particular for a while.
0: This is City Budget Director Bill McCarty. Oh, listen to Ray Lytle's Council Roundup. Thank you, Bill McCarty. We haven't heard from him in a bit. Yeah. And apparently,
2: there was supposed to be a report scheduled last night from the Budget Director, yes. but yes. Mayor Linkfelder made an announcement. Uh-oh. In
1: deference to the Cup fans, uh, the Cardinal fan, Director McCarty said he's going to forego his financial report till next Council meeting. He says it's gonna be a promising one too, right? It'll
2: be
3: one. Bet it'll be, I bet it'll be even longer though. That's right. <laughs>
2: so apparently they all wanted to get out last night to watch the game. Right. That's why it was a short
0: beat. But they're regretting that decision. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> So um McCarty uh, postponing his um his report. Looking forward to those reports. Always mm-hmm. uh, always good to hear about the city's financials and how it's all working out.
0: I'm um, glad he still works there. I wasn't I wasn't yeah, I sure.
2: <laughs> I was, <laughs> I
0: hadn't heard from him in a while. To reach out to him, send
2: the, you know, the get well soon card or something. I have no idea. All right. Um so then they, they go ahead and they start getting through some ordinances because it was a full council meeting last night. And one of the ordinances deals with moving the Springfield Sports Hall of Fame.
0: We have one.
2: We, yeah, but yeah, it's inside the municipal
0: building. Oh, I had no idea.
2: Moving the Springfield Sports Hall of Fame from the municipal building. To like a sports area? To the Lincoln Public Library. Oh. So literally right next door, okay. they're going to move all the memorabilia and the plaques honoring Springfield's famed athletes. They're going to move that over to the presidential, or not the presidential, they're going to move it over to the public library right next door to the Municipal Center. All right. Uh, but resident Troy Matthews had a different idea.
1: Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. I um, just wanted to um, I when I heard that they were moving the Sports Hall of Fame to the library, I thought it was a good idea. Um, but I thought it was a really good idea to possibly move it to the BOS Center because I thought it might get... Um, that more of the public might might be able to see it just because the crowds that pass through there. Thank so, you, know, Troy.
0: Just a, just a an idea from a citizen. Well, I was thinking, I mean, just from a—I was thinking we take the people that are in the Sports Hall of Fame, and rather than but purchase statues of them— we just put like name tags on the homeless people, oh. and like this homeless person will be representing yeah. Robin Roberts, today. <laughs> right? And this homeless person will and be representing Andre Iguodala, and the, yeah, they do like street performance. And where this person will represent Ed Horton, That's and funny. this. I'm just I'm just trying to um, find ways they can make it, you know, the uh, more animated. The Springfield Sports Hall
2: of Fame uh, board member, I believe Lisa Shivey, was there. Uh, and she talked about, yes, we considered the BOS Center.
3: We did have conversations previously with the Bank of Springfield Center, previously known as the Prairie Capital Convention Center. Several of our board members contacted the board members from the uh, convention center about moving the Hall of Fame to the convention center, and we had discussions with the management there. The management there didn't feel that they had the proper facility to um, to display any of the memorabilia or the plaques. And if you see the lobby of the convention center, you'll see that they have very uh, little and limited soffit space to put any of the plaques. They have no space to display any memorabilia. And hardly
0: any homeless people.
2: And it's not just about the memorabilia having space, it's also about the hours of operation. The
3: hours are more convenient, um, open Monday through Friday, and hours on Saturday and Sunday. So family members of those inducted in the Hall of Fame would be able to see the plaques and memorabilia um, seven days a week. And I know several of the complaints that we've had is this building isn't open on the weekends and we've had family members come in and unable to see their um, plaques and their family members' items in the Springfield Sports Hall of Fame. That's why we'd like to move forward with this in um, moving it from here, from this building to the library. Uh, We think it would be better exposure for the athletes that brought fame to the city by their athletic abilities and to show off the fine citizens that we have in Springfield inducted into the Hall of Fame.
2: And if you've never been to the municipal center where this Hall of Fame is at, it is probably a room, I would say, a little bit smaller than what you're in right now. Oh, my heavens. And you you think about trophies, you think about jerseys, you think about plaques. Uh, and all the sports figures from Springfield area that have uh, made some, some history, not just in the state, but across the country and around the world, uh, it's getting filled up pretty quick. Yeah, I be- this is this is what they focused on. Last
0: Have night. we thought of moving it somewhere else? I mean, I like what, the library. The library, is but the library but is the gonna, library's not going to give any more room. Where they're going to where they going to find any any more room? That's going to be up to Willow Hearn, the library director. Um, and we need room for books. But. It's also going to be open
2: a lot more than the municipal center, which yeah. is significant, especially on the weekends. The municipal center is not open on the weekends. Um, but uh, Alderman Hanauer is really appreciative of the move. Uh, he just hopes that uh, they can be a little bit more inclusive.
4: I think it's a great thing that we're we're moving it over to the library. I know it's it's a we're running out of space here. Now, maybe we can get some more swimmers in there.
3: Um, let me address that. Um, did you nominate them? Because we can't vote if you don't nominate.
4: Yeah, Ryan Held needs to be in there. I know.
3: Alderman Redpath, did you nominate? Will I? Will you? Absolutely. We can't vote if a if, if person isn't nominated for the Hall of Fame, we can't vote on them.
0: Absolutely. So that's great. Oh, I think. Uh, I like how she throws it nomination. back in their face and says, well, nominate him." Yeah, somebody's gonna nominate. You sit there and bitch about it all you
2: want, but nominate him. All right. yeah, so, um, good for her. That measure to move the Hall of Fame from the Municipal Center to the Public Library right next door passed ten nothing. So, hey, these are these are the hot button issues your City Council is debating.
0: I'm just wondering if there isn't somewhere. I don't know. You know me. I mean, it's too I late, wish, Ray. They've already decided. Listen, I wish they'd build a new stadium. You know, you're, you're falling into the camp of Troy Matthews I here. I wish they'd build a new stadium. Uh, and put it there? And put it there, yeah. Well, where were you when they were debating this the past two weeks? Well, I know they're not going to build it. I'm a realist. I know they're not going to spend millions of dollars no. to build a stadium. Not at all. That's where I'd like to see it that's, happen. That's pretty much all they did last night. In as much I mean, as in official fact, business. You know me, I've even taken it as far as tear down the Pillsbury building right. and... Put it there. Yeah, but uh, oh, mov-
2: well. moving the the Sports Hall of Fame uh, was ma- the only major thing they did last night. They did like a zoning deal. What? And That's then, it. And then they did uh, they approved a bunch of uh, members to various boards and commissions, and yeah, that was pretty much it last night. They got they got wrapped up pretty quick, but there were still some unfinished business, some uh-huh. new business, and citizens addressing the council. Um, So, continuing with the sports theme, Alderman Tylen wanted to give an update on a uh, a game between the city of Springfield and the county government.
4: Well, I finally got your brother to sit down, and we got it all hammered out, and we are definitely having the city versus county softball game on Sunday, October 14th, 3 p.m. I am 95% sure it's going to be at Lincoln Park. Um, The county wanted to take one more time. Uh, shot at talking to the Park District about Robin Roberts Stadium, but.
1: Uh, when did you talk to him last?
4: Last Wednesday. I seen him at the Lowe's on Saturday, your brother, and had to help him get his bags in his car. Yeah. And then uh, he said that he <laughs> thought they were, we were going to Lamphere. Well, I'll double check. Uh, last I talked with the Park District on Monday, they said that it was still a no. So um, we'll have a, I'll update everyone on a, on location as soon as possible. However, the Honor Flight will be the charity this year. Um, very, I think we're all very proud of what the Honor Flight does for uh, the area, both county and city. And um, it looks to be a fun time. Uh, they we're working on trying to get some bounce houses and things for the kids. Uh, they're talking to Don Gray to see if he wants to Fire up the smoker out there, and
1: <laughs> the, everything else.
4: So, might as well. tired of that barbecue. <laughs> we'll see uh, just what we can get barbecue. done, but it looks weather-wise, everything looks like it's going to be fine.
2: So there you go. If you're looking for the family, well, we do don't know. It, that's the 14th. We don't know what the weather's going to be right, on the 14th. Right. Um, But if the weather does break bad, Mayor Langfelder had a very interesting proposal. Right. Oh. Right.
1: Yeah, the backup plan will be wiffle ball on the Y block. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh,
1: the that's Just actually a better hey, idea. there's no rain outs on the Y block either. <laughs> that's right. It's all grass. We should have had the game there. That would have been that's cool. right. That would have been
2: that's hilarious. A good, that's, a, that's a good suggestion. Yeah? I like that. Poking fun at himself a bit.
0: <laughs> he might actually get a hit. All right. Um,
2: <laughs> next up, a citizen addresses the council. Uh-oh. And um, they talk about uh, the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum Foundation Mm -hmm. and the hat controversy. Oh, boy. And a request for the city of Springfield to step up and support an audit. So, again, these are the issues they talked about last night in a 50-minute council meeting. Important ones. So stay tuned. That's coming up.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Well, let me take a break. (laughs) All right. We'll get to that in a second. It is the Council Roundup. You are listening to the Ray Lytle Morning Show on News Talk 94.7 to 970 W-M-A-Y. We continue with the Council Roundup. All right.
2: Last night, short meeting. Uh, And, again, the business they took care of uh, included uh, moving the Springfield Sports Hall of Fame to the uh, Lincoln Library, the public library, Mm -hmm. not the Lincoln Presidential Library. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, That's a totally different entity. It's a state agency, the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum. Uh, However, there's a private foundation that supports the
0: presidential library. Yeah, and we've talked about talked a little bit about the controversy involving a hat that they have. So that they that they procured, they took a they took like a
2: twenty six million dollar loan out Mm -hmm. to buy a collection of artifacts that included from
0: someone who was on the board, by the way. Well, yeah,
2: this is all details that are uh, coming to light, Um, but. They purchased this, this $26 million collection that included what was a uh, thought to be Lincoln's stovepipe hat from when he was before president, uh, and they valued that at $6.5 million. All right. Uh, there's questions about the authenticity of the hat. Uh, not the age of the hat, but whether or not it even came from Lincoln. Uh, the foundation... Back in 2013, had a Smithsonian report saying that there's some questions about its provenance, uh, the history of the hat, the the genesis of the hat. Uh, and then they also got with the FBI, the foundation, the private foundation, mm-hmm. got with the FBI to conduct a DNA test on the hat. And apparently they did this behind the back of the state-operated library. So the foundation worked with a federal agency mm-hmm. to go behind the back of the state. Oh boy! To conduct this uh, DNA investigation. Sure. And the the concern is the foundation knew about this and questions about the legitimacy right. of the hat. Well, then they and, then, and they, then went to the state to lobby for tax dollars to pay back the loan that they got. And then they didn't make the results public. They didn't disclose it, right? So there's a lot of information uh, that's yet to really bubble to the surface. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're planning a, a a state house committee to investigate this further. Last night, I had, Tim
0: Butler was very upset when he was on the show talking about it. Yeah,
2: they have um, a, a local kind of uh, self-styled historian who addressed the council last night. Tony Leone uh, will hear his comments coming up uh, about this whole issue and what he wants the Springfield City Council to do. Because of course, this is an issue for Springfield and tourism. Uh, So we'll hear from Tony Leone coming up in moments from last night's Springfield City
0: Council meeting. Mm -hmm. All right, Uh, that will be coming. It's good to be here, people, and it's good to give you more of the council
3: roundup. Let me just say that I am extremely disappointed.
0: As am I. Cubs lost.
2: Alright, So, uh they finished up business pretty quick last night. Ooh-ha! Um and then they got into uh new business and old business and yada this, yada that. Uh, then they had a time to take some citizens comments and Tony Leone got up there. A self-styled historian, he's a former house clerk. Uh he owns the Passfield house here in Springfield, uh real um uh key player in tourism. Well, he got up to talk about the controversy around the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum Foundation and the hat Mm -hmm. that uh, they claim was from Abraham Lincoln, the foundation's claim. All right. Uh, And then, of course, as we talked about previously, a lot of concerns, especially with the news that came out uh, a couple of weeks ago, showing that the foundation, a private nonprofit... Yeah. Who had a $26 million loan they're trying to pay off. They've got like $9.7 million left to pay. Um, they lobbied for tax dollars to pay off the loan while keeping secret an FBI report
0: calling into question whether or not the uh, hat belonged to Lincoln. And by the way, one of uh, the biggest things they paid for that they have to pay back this loan for was that hat, $6.5 million. And that came from a private collector who also happens to or i don't think they are anymore but they also were on the board of the people who decided what the library was going to purchase not only were they on the board but they had the collection that they sold to the library well and even there though we don't know all the specifics
2: because everybody i've talked to about this uh they don't know what the governing structure is of the foundation yeah they don't know if they even keep minutes of their meetings or
0: how people are appointed to the board. Yeah, but you can't deny that the person—yeah, there was who there was, was in some questions. One of the persons on the board of people who decided what they were going to purchase was the person who sold it. Some some questions of conflict, no yeah. doubt. But I'm not saying that that person knowingly sold a yeah. hat that's worthless, but. But the fact is,
2: they the foundation lobbied state lawmakers for tax dollars to help pay back this loan while keeping secret an FBI the report fact
0: of the tests they had done on the hat.
2: So uh, Tony Leone, he gets up there and he talks about um, how you know they they need to the city of Springfield, city aldermen need to to take account and what's going on here.
1: Uh, I'm here today to discuss uh, what is becoming. An extremely embarrassing issue for the city of Springfield.
2: Uh He says that as uh, the owner of the Passfield House he sees a lot of tourists come through and they come for Lincoln stuff.
1: I would say 90% of the people that come and stay at the Passfield House and the city generates hotel motel tax from us are people that are here to visit the Abraham Lincoln sites and especially the Presidential Library.
2: Now what's his request for the city of Springfield to do?
1: I'm here to ask the council to pass a resolution or ordinance or whatever to be supportive of the House Tourism Committee. Mm -hmm. The Illinois House Tourism Committee, you may have heard, has scheduled a hearing during the veto session uh, to examine uh, the Presidential Library Foundation.
3: Hmm.
2: So they're going to be looking at that sometime in veto session, and he just wants them to, he wants City Aldermen to support their efforts. Um, he talks also about how he wants there to be support for audits of not just the ALPLM Foundation, a private nonprofit, but he wants audits of other foundations that there may be, uh, private nonprofit foundations that support public properties.
1: Now that's you know, Presidential Library Foundation. That's the State Fair Foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's even the old State Capitol Foundation. Uh, any foundation that is raising money and is there to support a state agency should be audited by the Auditor General.
2: Now he talks about how Springfield has always been there for the ALPLM Foundation.
1: Uh, you know, the city's been a big backer of uh the presidential library museum they give them all the land if if you understand that, that the presidential library museum sits on that yeah, was man. the fire department and and the police department
2: this was what like 12 years ago or something like that when they um finally got it all constructed and so the whatnot. city
0: gave the land yeah
2: so the city's huge. been very involved in it i mean it's here yeah. in springfield well, we well, promote we the course. heck out of it um, it's a huge, it's the biggest draw
0: we have in Springfield. Yeah, and of again, there's a, it. there's
2: a clear difference between the state operated Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum and the private nonprofit Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum Foundation, right? Um, the foundation's mission is to support the state run facility. In any way they can, they're not going to. They're not going the to not gonna cover the eleven million dollar. They're not going to cover the eleven million dollar budget that the library has, right? Mm-hmm. But they can support them in various ways. Uh, the concern is, it seems to be the other way around, and that's not how it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. The state-run museum and, and library is not supposed to support <laughs> the private foundation. It's supposed to be the other way
0: around. Well, and the the, the sad news is. Where this is coming is going to be people that are angry, and they're going to be angry at the wrong people. Yeah, right. They'll be angry at the library and museum itself. That's not the people who did this. It's it's the
2: foundation that's got some explaining to
0: do. It wasn't the person that is welcoming you when you enter the presidential library and museum. It's not. They're not the person responsible for this hat controversy. Yeah, it's a, it, it was the person with the foundation. It's the
2: private foundation, yes. the board members that made these decisions, and, and the people who about- cover, and the people who withheld the information yeah. about the FBI and the Smithsonian report. That's why Leon really wants uh, you do a worry, foundation audit. You do worry,
0: audit. though, that people are going to get angry at those that are just working yeah. at the library right. and, and museum and or historians or whatever. And that's why Leon really wants uh, the foundation to be
1: audited. We need to have the Auditor General look at any foundation, Uh, I think this foundation could have done much more, much more to support tourism in this city. And uh, right now, we're at the risk of losing the entire taper collection. Now, not only is the hat probably not illegitimate, but there's a number of things that aren't. There are other
2: things that are illegitimate? uh, I don't know about that uh, statement, but I mean, there's also stuff that it is legitimate, like the bloody gloves. Uh, I believe that they, they have some the hair. The bloody gloves. Yeah, they have uh, gloves from that night oh, that he was assassinated. Uh, pretty and in, pretty intense stuff. Um, but I mean, listen, this this hat's been around for years. Uh, I remember going behind the scenes with Henry Rollins. Back in 2012,
0: I saw. Maybe you're the one that put it up. I saw a video of yeah. that yesterday,
2: and I, I went with him and kind of behind the scenes. And uh, you had James Cornelius showing him. Oh, that's the right. Hat. Yes, I watched that video yesterday. He Here's uh, Cornelius uh, showing Henry Rollins, punk yeah, he rocker, speaker, stand-up guy, all together. <laughs> yeah. rebel. So to some places in this library, and nobody else could yeah. uh, tell me what's the, what's the what's the the best thing you saw so far today.
0: Perhaps. The,
1: the top hat
0: Lincoln's uh, one of one of Lincoln's top hats but the fact that the, there's two finger uh, uh, abrasions and a bit of thumb uh, print through of you know good morning good afternoon good day and that's evident and that would be his right hand two fingers and the thumb turned out it wasn't his and to figure that out when our guide said what do you think that is I said I bet it's this he said you're right about it and i must say that was uh if i can use the word that was real cool <laughs> and now it turns out it wasn't that perhaps yeah. it wasn't even Lincoln. It wasn't even lincoln's hat yeah so what are you gonna do <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh well ah so uh leon said that we need to have this done are we um, i
3: mean
0: are
2: we sure it's
0: not his hat yet
2: uh well, see, here's the deal. The FBI, uh, the report said All it was right. inconclusive.
0: Well, it could have been in his head then. It could have been. I, mean, uh, I don't know what the look of the day was, but so I mean, some significant I'm sure questions Tony raised. Leon can tell us.
2: And Tony Leone uh, urging Springfield leaders to essentially sign on and support the efforts to uh, get more clarity. So who's tolerance. going to do the audit? The audit that he wants. Uh, the Illinois Auditor General.
0: Well, the city of Springfield does not control that person, so why are you asking them to do that? I mean, Well, it, the city of Springfield does not control the Illinois Auditor General. Yeah. No, they don't.
2: But the Legislative Audit Commission does, yes. and a state senator on that them. commission is evaluating whether or not the Auditor there General can make that happen.
0: What's so, it so doing? And now, Henry Rollins is showing up with today's Council Roundup. I think this whole thing was a ploy by Greg to play some Henry Rock. Oh yeah, of course.
3: I will never tell a lie.
0: I will never tell a lie. No. That's what I thought was happening. Yeah! Alright, I'm sorry, I had to do it. So right. Tony Leone spoke. Anyone else?
2: Uh, I mean, there were a couple of other people that spoke, uh, but uh, you know, they talked about uh, breast cancer awareness because oh, the fountain nice. is pink outside of the. Oh, um, saw,
0: you know what I saw that. Yeah. I think that I think that's so cool.
2: Yeah, it's very cool.
0: By the way, everyone doing that, I'm so jealous. Um, I would wear pink, but they don't make pink for fat people. You know what I mean? Oh, you just got to find the right uh, uh, the right place. Like Kyle, our guy who our digital guy here and guy on QLZ, he's got his hair pink. He looks amazing. So, um, yeah,
2: that was your council meeting last night, Ray. I don't think uh, I look like
0: Pinky the Elephant, so they don't make it for fat people. That is the council roundup. Thank you, Greg. Mm-hmm. We liked it. Uh, thank you so much for listening to today's edition of the forty-minute meeting.